0: episode of locked on 76ers keith and i look at the five years of the 76ers and wonder should we be here at this point how do you feel should they be better we'll dive into it all right here next as we start off 2023 locked on 76ers
1: you are locked on 76ers your daily philadelphia 76ers podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team
0: Every day.
1: First time users can receive an 100% instant deposit matchup to $100 with promo code LOCKED ON. That's prizepicks.com, promo code LOCKED ON. What's up, D? What's going on, man? Happy New Year.
0: Happy New Year's to you, brother. I appreciate it, man. Quiet, quiet day, quiet, quiet night with you and the family. Yeah, a little
1: something, something like it, man. Me, I, I, I can't really hang like I used to. So I You're was a busy, like, man.
0: I've done yeah. it plenty of times. Fall asleep before the, you hit midnight. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was out, brother. That's man, all right. I was, I've done but that. Then I woke up,
1: said happy <laughs> new year, and like, all right, I'll get on y'all tomorrow. Yeah, I'll
0: see y'all tomorrow. It'll still be January 1st. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Welcome, folks. You're Locked On 76ers for the first time in 2023. I'm Devon Gibbs from 97 Five The Fanatic Radio in Philadelphia, alongside my co host and partner, Keith Pompey, Sixers Beat Writer for the Enquirer.com. And thank you for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. And remember, Locked On 76ers is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube at Locked On 76ers. Well, we begin the 2023 calendar year discussing the 76ers. And while they did pick up a win on Saturday, which was New Year's Eve in Oklahoma City, a blowout win. They handled the Oklahoma City Thunder like they should without James Harden, Tyrese Maxey, and P.J. Tucker. We look ahead to the New Orleans Pelicans tonight. Game two in four days between these two teams. The Pelicans beat the Sixers on Friday. A little revenge for the Sixers tonight. How do they get it done? We'll talk about that later. We'll also look into the 76ers 2022 and the best moments of 2022 in the calendar year. So it dates back to last season as well as right now, the first part of the 22-23 campaign. And we begin, Keith, as we talk about where this team is right now. 21-14. and And while they are 21 and 14, and we expect them always to be in the playoffs, and we always, when you and I have have our agreements, we have our disagreements, we have our back and forths, the one thing that we always come together and meet in the middle is they have to get past the second round and make noise in the playoffs, advancing to not only the Eastern Conference Finals, but the NBA Finals, because we are now in year number six of that, and specifically the Joel Embiid era, where they've gotten to five playoffs, one first round exit four second round exits and we are still in this place where even though they are top five team right now in the east and we talk about them being one of the best in the conference we still don't always feel comfortable in saying that they're going to get there this is the year they're going to get there we've had those conversations they've disappointed us in terms of the number one seed that one year and they lose to Atlanta they had their opportunity even last season defeating Toronto Really good matchup against Miami, and B gets hurt, all of that. But it still just adds to the whole lure of this team falling short in the second round of the playoffs. Brett Brown did it. Now, Doc Rivers has done it. Keith, we're still here, and I know the reason why we're bringing it up is because they're not at the very top of the East, and Sixer fans really do get frustrated about this whole thing, and we're still having basically the same type of conversations. Yeah, I mean – I mean, the question you got to ask yourself is uh,
1: two years ago um, when they were number one, like you said, when they were number one in the East, you thought that they were going to win a championship. That was it. People thought that. A uh, couple of year, years, three years before that, or was it two years before that? Two years before that, um, when they had uh, Jimmy Butler and all of them, you at the end, you felt like okay, we got a team that's really going to go deep. Then the couple years before that, when you had uh, – the year before that, when you had Marco, Bellinelli, Ursanova, you looked at it and you said, wow, this team is rolling. But then you got the reality check in the playoffs. Right now, there's nothing saying that this team is rolling. I mean, it this team has – Three, two, ma- I mean, you got three play, one max player, and Joel, and two other players at close to a max salary, and Tobias Harris and James Harden, and they look like a first round exit squad, because right now they're the fifth seed. Right now, and there's a lot of games left to play, but they're the fifth seed, and I can't look at it and say to myself that they can beat any team ahead of them in the seven game series. I just can't say that. And sometimes you say to yourself, in order for them to be safe, is that they have to somehow be able to get get up to the number three seed and then hope that the other team stay one through five and no one dips down. And then maybe, maybe they'll get to the second round. So when you look at it, you're right. It's been a long time coming, and this team has not – gotten any better they haven't now what they do isn't what they did in the past oklahoma city they go to oklahoma city and they got joel and he's the man they do whatever tobias harris plays they go out there and they get a win but when it comes down to them playing like really these marquee teams these young teams they just been getting smacked in the mouth and when you look at it like the the new orleans pelicans they were a young team a couple of years ago, like a young team where Rebuild. they were horrible rebuilding and look at them. You look at the Memphis Grizzlies, the same thing, you know? So it, it, it's just one of those things where I just haven't seen the improvement. I've seen different players and people been disappointed with those players, but um, I haven't seen any improvement. They,
0: yeah and uh uh, I know I get it a lot you get it a lot from your emails and your your messages on social media especially when you do your mailbag or for inquire.com and you do all that stuff I get them on the phone calls where people are just frustrated and plenty of those conversations are as we analyze each game they say you know what first of all wake me up when the football season is over (laughs) and number two Then wake me up when we get to April to see what they do in the postseason, specifically late April going into May to see if they finally advance past the second round and see if Embiid is healthy. And that's the frustrating part about it all when it comes to, you know, everything that that this team has done. They've been really, really good in the regular season. They've had their moments in the postseason where it looks like they're going to really do it. Really going to really get to the Eastern Conference Finals and then advance to the NBA finals and it's not an easy chore, of course, getting to the Eastern Conference finals and, and seeing what you can do against whatever team is there that you match up with, especially when Milwaukee is ascending and the same thing of uh, with, with uh, what, Miami at the time, Toronto, and, and now Boston, it's not easy. And we've seen Boston a couple of times there in the playoffs for this team. Uh, but yeah, a lot of frustration, you know, with this basketball team right now, and they're 21 and 14. And people are just looking at it and just basically saying, all right, OK, no, no big deal. Ho-ho. It is what it is. And instead of really feeling confident, as you talk about looking at the Pelicans and looking at why their trajectory wasn't where it was supposed to be. Would they make a good deal? They go get C.J. McCollum last season. Zion Williamson comes back. He's healthy. And now all of a sudden you have this really deep roster that a lot of Sixer fans, Keith, will look at the Pelicans roster and say, you know what, I would rather have that. Than what they currently have right now.
1: Yeah, and and, and not, exactly. But look, the worse than the Pelicans, like look at the Cleveland Cavaliers, right? Mm-hmm. So you look at this as a, a team that was a couple years ago they were struggling, right? Last year, you know, they went on a little bit of run. Uh, I mean, they run, but then it's it's you know they got guys who basically like no one else wanted. you know and what I mean by that what's the what's the center they have the all-star center who basically yeah Jared Allen like Houston was like thanks but no thanks but we don't want him right so he goes he goes to Cleveland right he's an (laughs) all-star and he's an all-star and then you look at it and it's like you know they get Darius Garland you know they they get a, a like young guys man they they go out and get the guy, um, the, the power, Moldy, that's yeah, what Moldy, that's- right? They got him, right? And then you look at it, you know, and, and we're talking about this is Cleveland. And, and then they get Donovan Mitchell. Like he's supposed to go to the Knicks and the Knicks bumbled at that one and messed it up. And now you're looking at them and they got one of the top young backcourts in the league right now. You know, so like both of those guys can make the all-star team. You know, so, and last year you had, you. I mean, you had two All-Stars. So it, it, it's it's one of those things where, where you look at it, you're saying to yourself, like, dang. And they didn't have to go out there and spend all that money. All that money that the 76ers spent and got these guys. They're young. They got young talent. they guys that they could grow with. They got all that bird rights, you know, stuff like that. It, it's just... uh I don't know, man. It's it's, 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 it's kind of mind-boggling that you see these young teams and they ascended ahead of the 76ers,
0: you know? yeah. And, and now, look, Cleveland still has to do it in the postseason just like the Sixers do, and maybe they'll even face off, go head-to-head in the playoffs, and we, we will find out where they really are. That's going to be fun to watch. Like this week, you have Indiana. That's one of those teams that I expected to be at the bottom of the Eastern Conference. Here they are winning big games. And still hanging around there in the East where there's six right now, right behind the Sixers, where they are currently, uh, I believe, uh, a game and a half back. Actually, two games back of the Sixers in the sixth seed and a full game up on Miami and New York and uh, in front of Atlanta, Chicago and Toronto also. So Indiana unexpectedly uh, moving up, but they have some talented young pieces. The, coaches, the coach is doing his job and Rick Carlisle. And that will just simply lead the conversation for a lot of Sixer fans back to Doc Rivers and what he has not been able to do. Keith, in the last couple of seasons, excluding this year, 17 and 18, where they both finally Simmons and Embiid, 52 and 30. They finished third in the East, 51 and 31 the next year, second in the East, 43 and 30. That was the year they finished um, a shortened season and they finished third in the East again. And then you have 49 and 23. They were number one in the Eastern Conference, falling to the Atlanta Hawks last season, 51 and 31 and 21-22. They were tied three ways with Boston and Milwaukee, which is why they were fourth and had to play the Toronto Raptors because of the head-to-head matchup. So this one is going to be an interesting one, and we wanted to talk about this to start off the 23 uh, calendar year because of where they are. We know they're a good t- team how good are they? And that's the question. But we'll dive into next. As we talk about that, let's get into some of the best moments of 2022, Keith. We'll talk about that on the other side as the Sixers are 21 and 24 after 35 games. They're still in the thick of things, not too far out of first place. Still some work to do. Need all their players healthy. Maxi is back. That's a good sign. Some of the best moments from 2022. We'll do that next right here, Locked On 76ers.
1: Tonight, I want to talk to y'all about Luka Donich. You know, is he going to score more than 26.5 points? I think right about now, you got to say, is he going to score more than 35 points, right? LeBron James, is he going to have more than 7.5 rebounds? Kevin Durant, is he going to have less than 6.5 assists? And Steph Curry, are you going to have more than 3.5 three-pointers, right? So what I'm talking about is, you know, prize picks. And how does this work? What you do is you pick two to six players, and if they will score more or less than that prize projection, you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry, right? So entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. It's safe and fast withdrawals. It's currently operational in 30 states and Canada. So look, you don't have an excuse not to do it. So how do you do it? You go and you um, download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive 100% instant deposit matchup to $100 with the promo code locked on. If you deposit $100, Prize Pick will give you $100. If you deposit $50, Prize Pick will give you $50. Don't forget to enter the promo code LOCKEDON at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. Do it today, people. Definitely do it today.
0: Make sure you all do it today. Get in there. Got some games tonight, including Philadelphia. Thank you for making Locked On 76 as your first listen. For your next, check out Locked On Now podcast for nightly recaps of every NBA game with analysis from our local experts. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. All right, Keith, putting you on the spot here, and maybe the Sixer fans can give us some also on social media, email, whatever it may be, the comment section here on YouTube. And, and let us know your favorite moment from the 2022 calendar year. So it can go back to 2022 of the 21-22 campaign or the 22-23 campaign that we're currently in. So, Keith, uh, for you, um, something that you know you've seen, uh, you've seen it all with this team. And even, you know, you have to do your job and you have to look at things, but you're a basketball fan too. So you do see things and you're like, that was pretty cool, whatever uh, that particular player did. So a moment for you, man, that really stood out for for you, um, one of the best moments of 2022 in the calendar year. You no, know, I keep going back
1: and forth. I mean, I keep going back to Joel Embiid's 59-point effort. And then I also go back to the game where, where Maxi uh, scored, I believe it was thirty something points, and 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 Furkan and, and Shake came in against the Miami Heat. Sure, because yeah. yeah, that was a good one. But I gotta go with I'm gonna do a little bit of recency bias, so I'm gonna have to say it was Joel when he had the fifty nine points against Utah. And here's the reason why: because they needed all fifty nine points for him to win the game, right? Maybe fifty seven. And then when you look at it, and then when you look at it, are you crying on that one, huh? So then, <laughs> so, so then so then when you look at it, I mean think about it. He scored, I believe it was every point, all but one point of theirs in the fourth quarter. Um, 26 of the 27. Yeah, 26 of the 27. And it was one of those things where he had to stay in the game. Because you remember, whenever they took him out the game, the other team kept coming back. So to me, just because of, like, how dominant he was, and it wasn't like one of those things where you see a guy scoring 59 points and they just feeding him the ball because they want him to score more and they already had the game decided. They basically needed him to do that. And to me, that was exciting. That was the best moment, you know,
0: as as regards to watching them play this year. Yeah. And and is and, and listen, it's it's hard to go against anything that that he has done or or anything like that. But I'm actually going to go to um I'm going to go back to last year, but I'm going to go to the last season also on January 31st here in Philadelphia. No Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons was already out, uh, still out, pardon me, before the trade or anything, no James Harden, all of that. Sixers were playing the Grizzlies at that time, Keith, and Memphis, I think, was 35-17. and The Sixers were 30-19. and Uh, Still figuring things out, but look, they have dealt with all the COVID people being out and missing games and all, and while John Morant was going off for 37 points, Desmond Bain had 34, so it was a bit of a coming out party for a lot of people who didn't know Desmond Bain here too, and you're like, wow, how's Desmond Bain hitting all these shots, and he ends up with 34. John Morant, 37, not all that surprising at that point of the year. It was really, though, for me, Keith, while Tobias Harris had 31, it was like the quietest 31, no disrespect. It was just the quietest 31 because of the back and forth that Maxi and Morant were having that night. Um, 33 points, Tyrese finished with, 13 for 23. He only made one free throw, only made six, I mean, pardon me, one three-pointer, He only made six free throws. He had eight assists and three rebounds, four block shots, and one steal in 42 minutes and 30 seconds for the Sixers. They wound up winning that game in overtime, 122-119. And he was tremendous. Now, we knew that he was good, and we saw some things. But, Keith, the way he was matching point for point, head to head, toe to toe, the guy that we had already looked at and said he's going to make the all-star team this year in John Morant for Tyrese Maxey to basically have a coming out party like that against that type of player that one really stands out for me and I know he had 40 against Toronto in the playoffs and you know all that stuff Uh, but for me that one always stands out because it was sort of a he has arrived type of thing not saying that he's a star or anything but just saying that they have a player in this guy and he went toe-to-toe with an all-star guard.
1: That's a good one. That's a good one.
0: Yeah. So that was one that really stood out for me uh, in terms of just looking at the player and saying, okay, they have one. And by the way, it was 38, not 40 against the Toronto Raptors in that first playoff game where the Sixers uh, beat them back here in Philadelphia. So Yeah, uh, you know, just Tyrese Maxey, that's where I'm going to go. Now, on the other side, we will get to everything with the Sixers and the Pelicans. It's a big one tonight, so we need to talk about uh, the keys to the game, but what they need to do differently than they did on Friday, falling by 11 to that Pelicans team on Friday night, a rematch with the Pelicans tonight here in Philadelphia. What's happened to that next right here on Locked On 76ers? But... We are in the new year, and as we always do, we give ourselves some new resolutions for the year. What's your new year's resolution? Oh, I'm going to the gym, I'm gonna eat, right? I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna gain some weight, I'm gonna lose some weight, I'm gonna do all these things. Well, one of the things that you can help with your health in general is, if you're looking for a delicious treat, but don't want all of the fat and calories, then you gotta try a Built Bar. We just got through the holidays, and again, I know the goal is to eat a little healthier this year, But if you're like me and others where you want to eat healthier, but don't want to compromise the taste and then, you know, give up all of that, you gotta try built. With built, healthy is actually tasty in this case. Seriously, they're so delicious, you won't even think about it. You won't even think they're good for you, perfect for your New Year's resolution. What makes built bars so good? Well, for starters, they're covered all of them in 100% real chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. And they come in unbelievably flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond. I'm not sure how built does it, but these bars, they taste like candy bars while maintaining amazing macros to it all. And what's even better is that they're healthy or only 130 calories and four grams of sugar with the whopping 17 grams of protein. And now you don't need to wait around and get a box for your. For years, we've been talking about ordering Built, Built Bars at Built.com. Now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. I know I've ventured to Walmart quite a bit, so now I don't have to wait for my package to come in and mail. I can just simply get them at Walmart. That's right. Go to Walmart today, walk to the pharmacy section, grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up three, uh, four boxes, whatever you want. It's a four-bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. If you're close to Sam's Club, Run in and grab a 13 bar box with our hit flavors, brownie, butter, batter, and churro. Folks, you can thank me later. Welcome back.
1: Thank them now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> thank me now. That's right. Thank me now. Go get them. You don't have to wait for them in the mail. But if you know it's easier for you to do that, then go ahead, built.com. All right. Keith, Sixers, Pelicans tonight. Pelicans. Half game back uh, behind. The, well, they're trailing the Denver Nuggets right now in the standings. Um, Denver and the Pelicans, two hot teams. Pelicans lost their last game after facing the Sixers. They took on Memphis. Memphis took them down. Uh, the Pelicans, 23 and 13. They face the Sixers tonight on the road. They are a struggling team on the road, Keith. They're under 500 at 7 and 9, similar to the Sixers, where they play well at home. The Sixers are 7 and 9 away from the center. So they're a different team away from their arena in New Orleans. What do you need to see differently from this team tonight? Bro, it's
1: simple, man. It's simple.
0: It's simple. I mean, they, they
1: want to talk about the turnovers. You got to get somebody in there. to. But it ain't turn. It wasn't the, like, here's the thing, man. The six, how many games have we covered the Sixers with a lot of turnovers? Like, you know what I mean? It gets to a point where that's part of their identity. I hate to say it. Unfortunately. But fortunately. Unfortunately, yeah. So to me, you can't like you got to do a better job on against CJ. I mean, at the same time, you gotta do a better job. I mean, you gotta make sure you're gonna guard uh Zion too, but you can't let the dude like, I mean, you know, you they was getting a little like screens and whatever doing stuff, and nobody was like, I don't know if they was fighting through it and going under whatever, but you gotta get somebody that's gonna play defense on i mean don't get me wrong the anthony melton is second in the league in steals a he, great one but that he was tried. A, he tried <laughs> but he, he didn't succeed you need somebody yeah. that's going to succeed you're going to need somebody that's going to succeed to me that's the main thing and and here's the thing dude i don't blame him like it's sometimes when you just don't have a night sometimes you know it's like sometimes you got to shake the hand of the opponent and say good game Good game, you shake it like, bro. You got me. I mean, it's like you know, it's it's like boxing. Everybody, it's somebody that that can get you. Somebody can tag you. But when you got a guy like Matisse, all league got length, and and then two nights later, he shut the other boy down. As you know, uh what's his name? Uh, Shea Gildas Alexander. Yeah, he he shut him down. The next night, nah, he got to play. I mean, seriously. That, to me, that's the biggest adjustment. You got to go to your guy if the other dude starts struggling again. You got to go to him. And it doesn't mean that he he has to come off the floor. What it means is you got to bring Matisse in and say, look, this is your role. Go in there and just try to make, make him work harder than what he was doing because he wasn't working hard, dude. Everybody's saying, oh, he was just hitting shots. Nah, he was hitting wide open shots so you know what i mean so so th- that's the adjustment if you ask me
0: yeah i think defense uh, the defense needs to be better and this when you gave up 127 points now i know you have 42 from mccullum then you have 36 from zion but they got contributions from ever they didn't match their energy the energy was there and we you you feel it from the crowd uh in that arena same thing with jose alvarado when he comes in the game but you start hitting shots and you get some some big plays some momentum swinging plays from your your star players or even your reserve players and that's going to help out that's where the momentum changes and that's where they have to be better in in this one and again Doc Rivers talked about it when you get off to there was no um uh he basically just talked about how they didn't approach the game the right way well they need to approach the game the right way because if you don't you're going to get embarrassed on your home floor kind of like you did on Friday night in New Orleans so the approach needs to be better if that's what he wanted to focus on and point out it wasn't right the approach needs to be better to start the game against the New Orleans Pelicans they're struggling team like you are on the road they did their job of taking you down in their home arena so you need to do the same thing and and by the way (laughs) As you said, this is the identity, <laughs> protect, protect the basketball, <laughs> because you do that, they're going to get out and run. It may not be three-pointers, but they're going to be points, and you need to make sure that you do not give up any easy ones when it's seemingly easy enough in a half-court set of with that basketball team. So uh, that's where it is, man. Approach for me. Approach needs to be the right thing right away, whether it's the player's approach or it's the coaches setting that tone of what we need to do and getting you together. The approach needs to be better tonight against the pelicans so they got a three-game homestand keith and they're gonna be some good teams with indiana on wednesday and chicago on friday while they have had chicago's number it's the back end of a roach i mean a homestand and chicago's been playing a little bit better than what we've seen in the past and you just don't want to again slip up you're very good at home win your home games and win some big home games at home we have seen them be some good teams do it again here against the pelicans tonight we appreciate everybody (laughs) hanging out with us on this New Year's, the day after New Year's, really appreciate it. Thanks for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. Uh, Tomorrow, we'll be back with you as we recap the Sixers and the Pelicans, and maybe we're talking about uh, a rematch where it went right for the 76ers. Now make your second listen, Locked On NBA, Locked On experts covering the biggest stories around the NBA every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. It is free and available wherever you get your podcast. Keep the mind telling the good folks where they can find us. Like D just said, wherever you get your podcast,
1: make sure you click on Locked On 76ers. And and then once you get to our YouTube, go to YouTube, go to YouTube channel, click on the Liberty Bell and you become a subscriber. You also, when you become a subscriber, you get notifications when we have new um, podcasts out there. But you need to do yourself a favor and listen to the Divine Giving Show. Now, D is going to be on overtime, basically. He's going to be on there from 6 p.m. to midnight. So what he's going to do is he's going to do basically the pre, the post game, and then it'll be on a little while after that. So make sure you uh, you listen in and, and, and you uh, you follow in and you get some stuff. But also follow my man at DivineG975 on Twitter. Right? Follow me on Twitter at Pompey on Sixers, and you can read my stuff.
0: On in the Philadelphia Inquiry Inquire.com. Three games this week. You'll have us for five days talking about the Sixers. By the way, Keith, I forgot they play on Sunday in Detroit. Yeah, the, uh, first of the home and home, where they uh host the, the the Pistons on that following Tuesday. So big week here against the Pelicans, Pacers, and the Bulls. Keith, have a great rest of your Monday. Enjoy the game tonight. And i will talk to you later, man. All right, brother. Peace. peace Thanks, everybody. Appreciate it. Happy New Year.